Coming up, we're going to tell you how to keep cool at Universal Orlando this summer. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 127 of The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Please visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host as always, Craig Williams, and today I am joined alongside by my one and only co-host, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hello. Nice to see Hello. you again. Hello. Hello. La, 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 la. <laughs> wow. So you having a good week, Rhino? Just getting started. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes, it is just getting started. Uh, we are right smack dab in the middle of what most people would call a weekday. So I'm not going to say which one it is. Uh, you know, this is, uh, according to you, this all, it, it's Thursday. But um, for us, it is whatever day we say it is. But uh, because of that, uh, I actually don't have any big, breaking, solid universal news to deliver to you today, which I feel terrible about. I mean, I, I know that's why everyone comes to this show is because they want to know what what is actually happening at universal what is the big to do and yeah the the answer is nothing happened we were hoping that uh, after last week's really fun episode about um where we talked about our breakfast at island's dining room and then also we kind of blue skied the shining we were really hoping that uh, there would be uh, an announcement for the shining yeah. that never happened so that's starting to make me think that that mm. was all fake bummer it's a bummer. It, it is a bummer. But, um, you know, that's fool us once, shame on us. Fool us twice, shame on us. I don't know how that works. But, uh, yeah, regardless, still no announcement on that, which is a shame. But we will be the first to let you know when we do have an official announcement on that. And, yeah, so basically today what we're going to do is we're going to spend a little bit of time talking to you about 10 ways that you will be able to cool down at Universal Orlando this summer. So, oh, thank you. It's hot. Yes, it is. It's going to be very hot. I mean, we're talking this week. It's already like 98 degrees on Thursday. I know. Not 98 degrees and rising. It's not Nick Lachey. It's not nearly as fun. Or or Drew. Or Drew. Well, whatever. Yeah. No, it's it is already starting to get extremely hot out there. Um like just unbearably hot. We went uh just in this week alone in Orlando, we went from having a record low one night where Yeah. Uh and then It was wonderful too. Yeah, no. Wonderful. It, it was. It was it was a nice way to kind of like end end our spring and get us thrown into summer even though summer doesn't even start for another month and a half or so but no things are already looking up to be uh extremely hot and extremely unbearable here in florida so we figured why not start prepping you if you're coming down this summer which i know many of our friends and uh friends and listeners are let's start talking about ways that you can keep cool when you're either in the parks or just around universal Orlando resort. And so without further ado, let's kick off this list, 10 ways to stay cool 
at Universal Orlando this summer. And at number 10, I can't believe this is actually coming out of my mouth. I mean, I can for the reason it is. But also, I can't because of my hatred for it. But I've got to start with number 10, the queue for Fallon Ride. Mm, well, you're, I like the queue a lot. Yeah. You're not going in on the ride. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I guess you can go on the ride if you want, but I think we would be uh, we would be remiss without saying that. I don't know if that's the proper use of that phrase, but uh, we we almost have to add in the cue for Fallon Ryan. It's one of the things that we've said, uh, kind of going through the, our progression of dealing with race through New York, starring Jimmy Fallon. You know, it started with it started with. Um, us getting to experience the ride and admitting that the queue is really awesome. Yeah. Um, it, oh, yeah. It, it is very well done. Um, the ride, not so much. But then finding out all those little those little details about how, like, the, the benches where you're able to sit the couches, how they all have USB ports that are mm-hmm. functioning so that way you can sit in there and charge your phone. Um, and then, you know, on the first floor – you want to walk about down there. You have the beautiful museum to all of the hosts of the Tonight Show, uh, from from Steve Allen to Jack Parr, Johnny Carson, Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien, uh, Jimmy Fallon himself. Um, Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. Sorry. Boo. Yeah. yeah, you have all you have all of that to kind of go and explore. And then uh, once you're up there, you know you have the entertainment. You have the rotation between what's going to happen with the ragtime gals uh, trying to. To sneak a glance with hashtag the panda, um, uh, along with playing all of the games that they have uh, right there in front of you on the the little Tonight Show desks that are. So you can send a, you can send postcard, digital postcard to there too, right? To make yeah. that up, you can. Do yeah, that. you absolutely can do that. You can send the digital postcards, which they call thank you notes. Uh, if you're a fan of uh, the one and only Jimmy Fallon and the Tonight Show, so they do have. They, they have that way that you can send the thank you note, which, you know, if, if you remember from when we covered that, we went in and we found the thank you note that had the picture of Bill Paxton mm-hmm. all drenched in water, um, which actually is very fitting. That's the perfect thank you note to send while you're cooling off in the queue mm-hmm. for uh, Race Through New York starring Jimmy Fallon. But, yeah, d- despite the ride itself, I mean, I guess you can go on the attraction while you're there um, since you're already wasting your time uh, with with that. Um, you might as well just go in and do that. But, um Definitely our our number ton way this summer to stay stay cool is go sit in the queue for Race Through New York starring Jimmy Fallon. Just hang out in there while it's it's cool, air conditioned, lots of activities going on, lots of things to do. Um it is really worth your time. So moving on to number nine in our list. Rhino, do you know what number nine is? I I don't remember the order of the list. I'm going to oh. say number nine no. is a water no. ride. No, it, it's not. It's not. Is it indoors? It is indoors. Does it involve balls? Oh, yeah. It involves balls. I think it's bowling. Yes. Um, Our number nine is going over to Cabana Bay Beach Resort and go bowling at Galaxy Bowl. So uh, for, for many of you out there, you may have heard us rave about Galaxy Bowl from time to time on the show. Specifically, we, we kind of say it as a way to when you know you, you have a, a rainy day at Universal. You don't really want to go out into the parks, don't, don't know what to do. 
why not head over to Cabana Bay and go bowling? Yes, it is. It is a little bit on the expensive side to to bowl there. Um, you know, you can you can go to your your normal lane anywhere else at home a lot cheaper. Um, it's it's kind of on the level of Splitsville over at Disney Springs for those of you who may have uh, bowled over there before, but. It is something that is just a great way to pass the time, um, especially on a longer vacation. Well, and what I love is like they'll serve you food there. You can get drinks there, um, so you can you can really make a fun little day out of it. Like um, we did that um, for that when I way back when I first started, we had a bowling, you me yeah. and Pete, and and we had a whole we had lunch there, and it was that was good. Yeah, no, I it, remember enjoying it quite a bit. Exactly, it's beyond just. It's beyond just a, a way to beat the heat for as long as it takes you to to bowl, you know, an hour or so for your group. Um, it is it is a way to make a full experience out of it. Go get, grab some food and then get to experience the bowling alley. Um, really, really have a a good time with that. Uh, I know it's not it's not an exciting way to spend your vacation, um, but. You know, I also don't know. I, I grew up in a place that had a lot of bowling alleys all over the place. I know I know you guys up in Massachusetts, you play your stupid little pin bowling. Hey, shut up. We like those little balls. It you can hold them no in your sense. hand and you can throw them a lot harder. What do they call it? Candlestick bowling? Candle Can- pin. Candle pin candle bowling? Pin. I've only been once, and I actually I really enjoyed it. It, it makes you feel like a giant when you're able to hold <laughs> the big ball, and you can throw it really hard, and you're like, yeah. Like, I don't know. There's something a little more rewarding for me, but... It's not as common. I don't know. Here. Not as common. I, I think the the skill level is far less in <laughs> candle pin bowling than it is in regular bowling. But uh, yeah, you know, I I don't I'm not I I don't know how far bowling stretches beyond. I don't know if all those uh, all those English tourists that come over from Great Britain and stuff. I don't know if you have bowling over there. I so have maybe never thought that. about that before. Is that an American sport? I, it's. I'm not no. sure if it's an American sport, it's but it, it feels very American. I'm gonna ask Siri. Because you think about it in this way: it bowling is beer, greasy food, and and just. I, I mean, I picture John Goodman basically throwing balls at an alley, like in Big Lebowski. Egypt, Egypt has a, a bowling a, team. A, a, a British anthropologist. Uh, discovered in the 1930s a collection of objects in a child's grave in Egypt that appeared to be him appeared to him to be used for a crude form of bowling. Weird. That is very weird. Um, I I just didn't know. I now I, I don't know. It's just a weird train of thought now where I'm like, uh, the sport is played by in more than 90 countries worldwide. So, wow. I mean that. That really just took me by surprise. I did not figure it was that stretched out over the world. But regardless, we think that that is a fun way for you to spend your day if you're starting to get all hot and bothered when you are at Universal Orlando. So I know this next one is really going to hit your sweet tooth, Rhino. Ice cream. No. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Our uh, Our number eight way to stay cool at Universal Orlando is going to come courtesy of our favorite ice cream shop that you can find at Universal Orlando. And that is Florian Fortescue's ice cream parlor. Florian. I, 
I hate I'm I this is one of those things in Harry Potter like I hate the name of this ice cream place. I think it's perfectly named. I just can't spell it, and I never – so I'm always just like the ice cream place in Diagon Alley. No, that's fine. Illiteracy uh, affects <laughs> many of us throughout the day. But, yes, you're exactly right. Florian Fortescue's is at uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley, um, all the way in the back in Diagon Alley. And it is absolutely one of the most – one of the busiest parts of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in general. It if seems you don't like get ice cream when you go there, you – like you've done yourself a disservice. Yeah. I think it's on the level of a must-have treat like butterbeer. Like I understand butterbeer is in the book. Well, so is in this ice cream. But this ice cream is probably the best ice cream I've ever had. Yeah, no, it is very unique flavors. Um, it's This place is always busy. Uh, unless you are like first thing in the morning, uh, once you go into the afternoon throughout the day, it will always have a line. And uh, thankfully, the lines have gone down a little bit since the Wizarding World Diagonale, Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagonale first opened up. But I mean, this this place was just always, always, always jam packed. It really, it was really tough to get in there and try to get ice cream and always being turned away because of how long the line is. So let's talk about some of the flavors that you can get here, though. So for the soft serve, um, you have the option of banana, chocolate, Granny Smith, mint, pistachio, Pistachio. vanilla, pistachio, orange marmalade, toffee, toffee apple, strawberries and cream, and, of course, Butterbeer ice cream. You know, other than the butterbeer, I don't think I've ever had the soft serve ice cream. I I just like the hard-packed ice cream so much that yeah. it's – every time I go in there, I'm like, okay, you're going to try this. But yeah, I just – one of the flavors in the hard-packed ice cream is just too good to give well, up. Well, that's the thing. I remember going um, for the first preview event that we were at and – They let you try them all? It, well, they, that was the option. That was the option that you could try them all, and it's like, okay, well, got to do butter beer, and then Obviously, it's like, yeah. and then your eyes go from there. You're like, okay, well, you know, a lot of these things are more normal flavors, so I'm gonna go towards the hard ice cream. Yeah, and then once you go, I had to stop myself there. I was about to say like a really dirty phrase, but <laughs> well, one, you did just say hard ice cream. So <laughs> once you go hard, you can't ever go soft again. Um, in terms of the ice cream. I assume you're going to edit this out. <laughs> no. Um, and so let's talk about those hard ice cream flavors. Uh, you have one of my favorites, if not my favorite on the list, the chocolate chili, the apple crumble, the salted caramel blondie. The salted caramel blondie. That one's my favorite. That one is very good, too. Uh, the clotted cream, uh, the Earl Grey and lavender, st- uh, sticky toffee pudding, chocolate and raspberry, and then the one that started all strawberry and peanut butter. I don't know if you remember. They used mm-hmm. to sell like a, a, a small oh, cup. Over I remember. And, yeah. It was good. Yeah, and it was an, like an exclusive flavor to the Wizarding World of Harry yeah. Potter, apparently, made by like Ben & Jerry's, right? Um, I want to say it was something like that. And when yeah. it was in the cup, it was Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, yeah, and they served it in Hogsmeade, and that was the only way to get this Harry Potter ice cream was back then. And uh, little did we know it was just kind of paving the way for uh, Florian Fortescue's to be added with Diagon Alley. Um, of course, as Rhino said, uh, he loves the the salted caramel blondie. Yeah, I say caramel. I uh, Yeah, you still do. And I, I love the chocolate chili. I've raved about the Earl Grey and lavender before, too. Mm. It is fantastic. And now one of the weird parts with this is 
Um, I like the apple crumble myself. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Well, and that kind of leads me to my next one is, you know, one of the things you are able to do is mm-hmm. you are able to get more than one flavor together. You mm-hmm. don't. I always do that. Yeah. So and you tell them which one you want to wear because you got your remember you ended on that last flavor. I always put the salted caramel blondie on the bottom. I I and like don't put the Earl Grey and lavender on the bottom because all the flavor is going to pour in and really ruin that flavor. You want something that's going to be uh, stand out at the bottom of it. But um, it is absolutely the best place to get ice cream on Universal Orlando property. Um, it, potentially even my favorite ice cream still in Florida. I'm telling I you, it. I think it's my favorite. I, 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 yeah, it's just really good. Although now I'm, oh yeah, I guess there's ice cream chains here, like Menchie's and stuff like that. But that's, that's Froyo. Yeah. So. No, I, I've never, I've never gone to Florian Fortescue's and said, you know what? I regret this purchase. Right. Yeah. I've never had that feeling. When people are like, oh, the value for what you're getting, like, nah, it's delicious. And I would honestly, well, I don't want Universal to hear me say it, but I'll always pay for that ice cream. I, I would pay more too. I mean, this, I know that's where you were thinking. But yeah. um, let now let's talk about number uh, number six on our list. I believe it is something that was heavily criticized when it came out. Um, actually, sorry, number seven. What number seven on our list uh, <laughs> uh, is? The milkshakes at Tusum Chocolate Emporium mm. in Savory Feast Kitchen. Another ice cream related thing. Yes, and it's- so you just heard me mention, you know, it was it was criticized when they first released the prices for these because, you know, these are these are twelve dollar milkshakes. Yeah. Definitely on the expensive side. Um and it, not only did they look did they look expensive on paper, but then well, you get them to the table and while I think there are some flavors that stand out better than others, yeah, um, it is an expensive item for sure. But with flavors like salted dulce de leche, the marshmallow crisp, um, the the bacon brittle one that I had the time we were there, the key lime, the cinnamon fantasy, they chocolate do five times, they don't do that one anymore. Mm-mm. Oh no, yeah, no, I weird, right? They, that they would take the cinnamon toast crunch one off the menu. But that was one of the better ones. That's one of the ones I had. I was like, oh, great. So I'm going to have to try more of them again now. I've, that's like the three or four I've had. Is One of them was the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Mm. That's disappointing. I learned that in my recent tiny experience there, yes. That's that. Now, I actually, part of it, too, is since it's opened up, I had milkshakes at the grand opening. And then the, the couple times I popped in, I haven't even had milkshakes there anymore. Um, the milkshakes are almost too much. Yeah, it's um, well, it, it, they're shareable for sure. Yeah. Like it, it's not a one person milkshake. I mean, if you're getting it, I'm not judging you because it is. I I, I do want to say like as opposed to when I when I think of a milkshake, I think of like really thick, like the McDonald's one that collapses the straw. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, these are much lighter and they don't weigh you down as much as you i i don't know what it is if it's the type of milk that's in it or if just by the time it gets to the tables it's a little more liquid than you're expecting but um they're not they're not quite as heavy as they appear to be yeah but uh the reason why these milkshakes despite the issues with them why this comes on our list is because they are actually pretty accessible to get in terms of uh 
It, you don't have to go and actually dine at the restaurant in order to get the milkshakes. They have the bar that is right when you walk in the door on the left side where you can order your milkshakes and have them there. Nice little patios on the outside of the building where you can sit and enjoy it. A little bit of space on the inside where you can also uh, hang out and relax. But um, yeah, but uh, to some, you know, it's been around a while now, so us locals are used to it. I know a lot of people from out of town still haven't really had the chance to fully experience the the amazingness that is the Tucson Chocolate Emporium yet. But uh, it, it's an absolute uh, great addition, and I have a feeling it will be very popular uh, this summer because this will be the first full summer that it's been in operation. Oh, yeah, so I'm sure those lines are going to be insane. Yeah, no, I... I, you know, something about being hot outside, even though like a milkshake is always a terrible choice. It's very Ron, Ron Burgundy. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> Milkshakes are also a bad choice, but they do just kind of take off the edge a little bit. Um, so that is our number seven. Number six, before we crack that top five, number six actually came courtesy of mr rhino clavin which uh he pointed it out and i kind of forgot about it but uh rhino do you remember what i'm talking about no no well I, when we were talking about the best ways to cool down he said curious george and oh yeah i, curious I just george, yeah. well and that leads to the bigger one of just splash zones in general because there are quite a lot of them around universal uh properties so you mentioned curious george uh-huh what what happens at curious george there's Explain. water shooting out of everywhere there i mean it's like this city or town scape looking thing i don't know how to describe it like a little town a little village and it's just like water's filling up you know those things where like water fills up the bucket and then the bucket tips over and it yeah. falls on the innocent bystanders below a lot of that a lot of that business yeah. a lot of shooting water out there so you can pretty much go through there and just get all splashed up yeah you absolutely can and that is just one of a couple um over in islands of adventure they have if i ran islands of adventure sorry i, I said that <laughs> improperly um they have if i ran the zoo that is the the play area inside oh of yeah i Seuss forget about Landing. that one see a lot of these are tough for us um this is more of a way for your kids to keep cool while you're at universal um because as an adult walking into these places uh it's a little bit weird um to to go and play in these splash zones but you know what stranger things have happened out there so you have if i ran the zoo in the seuss landing section um over in the uh over in the jurassic park area you know the there's plenty of places yeah yeah. you get shot with a pterodactyl gun or whatever it is yeah yeah you you have that um I'll, i'll just say toon lagoon as a whole we'll get to the attractions that are over there um but just just walking around Toon Lagoon, water is literally spraying from everywhere, and you will see random tourists just like pouring their whole head, putting their whole head in the middle of like a fire hydrant that's <laughs> shooting water out. Um, so it, it, you have you have that option if you really want to go there. Um, 
But yeah, no, there's just, there are lots of places all around the parks where you, you can just find a way to, to briefly cool down for a little bit like that. Um, it's, there's, there's plenty around and again, uh, more, more or less for, for children than adults. Um, the one thing that adults can do if they want to kind of indulge on this over in Fievel's Playland, they do have the water slide mm-hmm. that you're able to go down. And I mean, you're not going to get, you're not going to get soaked or anything, but it, it is a way to like, you know, bring out your, your the inner kid inside you. So that is also an option if you choose to do it. Um, and with that, we will move into our top five list. And the first one, Rhino, if I had to tell you which pool would you want to go to at Universal Orlando, what would you choose? Hmm, the um, the one at uh, Cabana Bay. Hmm. The pro, pro, the diner the liner I don't know what it's called I don't know the names I of think the pools. you're like talking about the Bayliner diner and you're also adding it into a pool theme yeah and I mean bully to you for <laughs> trying to mix food and the pool together even though you should wait thirty minutes in between the two but uh, the, I guess the grander point is our number five is pool hopping because if you're staying at a Lowe's hotel you don't have to choose which pool you actually want to stay at. You can go and experience any of them. Um, and, you know, it, obviously... The Hard there, Rock one's pretty good, too. Yeah, there, there are some good and bad ways to do this. Um, please do not try to just walk naked through City Walk, <laughs> going from one pool to another. Use transportation and shuttles and, uh, you know, cover up as much as possible. But each of the pools at the Lowe's hotels are unique and uh have have their little special little special twists about them um you know rhino just mentioned hard rock it's a very busy pool at the hard rock hotel all the time it's Mm. uh it's usually very noisy um a little bit um on the a little bit on the congested side but one of the cool aspects of that pool is the underwater music system that they have that really just helps sell the the music vibe of the entire area, and uh, they have their great pool bar right off to the side. That I can't think of the name of it, but we we always seem to end up there. So that's Hard Rock is very highly recommended. Um, over at uh, Lowe's Portofino Bay, um, they have a quiet pool, and then they have oh, yeah, their they're... main pool. Their main pool. I absolutely love it. It's got all the ruins around. See, and I, I like the quiet pool. It's like big and elegant. It's got all the trees. It's got a bocce ball right next to it. It has bocce. Bocce. Um, but, you know, there's there's multiple options there. And I, I just love the relaxing vibe of that uh, over at Portofino and the extra comfy chairs. Um, I, I, As much as I hate swimming, I have gone in the pool at uh, Portofino Bay before. And it, it shocks me to admit that. Um, then you know we we've been hard on the past over at Royal Pacific because their pool I it lacks a lot of fun theming to it more yeah. for kids than adults but um, you know it's it's just kind of a no- a big big pool with a noisy mess to it uh, Sapphire Falls has the biggest pool 
of all of them on property. It's massive. Um, it has a lot of that same vibe that you get from the Portofino Bay one, but uh, just just a great relaxing area to to be out there too. And then as Rhino started off mentioning, uh, Cabana Bay has two separate pools um, in in the two different courtyards, and uh, you really can't go wrong with either. So uh, the, the one at the Cabana Courtyard, you know, you have the the big giant diving tower that kind mm, of just that's like, the one I like. sets the scene, and it really gives you that late fifties vibe. But then uh, over at the other pool, you have the lazy river all yeah, around that true. area, and it's got a nice pool bar at both of them too. Yeah, no, it's it, it, like a cool like the the one of the the one with the lazy river has got the cool like I don't I don't I forget what it's called. Oh my gosh, I forget all the names, but it, it's it's much more. Mad Men. It's all Mad Men. I don't know. Yeah, it, it all is. It, no, it's the themes. Uh, the theme of Cabana Bay, of course, uh, just it goes over a a big gap of time. It's just the the one pool has it, it kind of has that more uh, that more like motel pool vibe to it, mm-hmm. whereas it's like it just to stop off on the trip. And then uh, the other pool has that that big beach vibe to it yeah um, and so both are great uh but yeah you you can't go wrong just trying all of the pools around property figuring out which the best one is if you're pool people that may decide on which hotel you stay at the next time you come uh, i know that's very important to people that's why people go insane over the yacht and beach club at walt disney world because they want that pool they they that's the only way to have access to that one is to stay at that resort so um if pools are a priority Try, try them all. Figure out which one you like the best. Mm-hmm. But that will take us into what I will call the next three should not be a surprise. Almost almost so much of a little surprise that we should probably just list them all off at once and have zero explanation for it. But we will give it to you anyways. So number four is Jurassic Park River Adventure. Yeah. And, um, you know, what can you say about this? One of universal's three major water rides and you're gonna get wet (laughs) you're gonna get wet but you you have the you have the possibility of escaping this one without getting too drenched but um does the splash zone there work still too yeah no no you can still get splashed if you stand close enough to where the wave comes so if you're afraid of the attraction or you can't go on it for some sort of reason um right where the ride has its its big drop that causes the massive splash um there is an area where you can stand and just get soaked as they keep coming down one after the other but no i for me in terms of cooling off i think jurassic park river adventures actually it's probably the best of the water rides because it's not just a we're going to drench you with water and send you on your way it's everything about this ride just comes together to cool you off in multiple ways the the queue is buried in the trees but very shady and lots of Mm -hmm. lots of fans and kind of it helps helps start to, to cool you off in that sense then the the attraction of course it starts off as this nice gentle boat ride um through jurassic park before everything starts going wrong but um it's it's a very relaxing and soothing ride at first and then of course once you make it into the building and you start climbing up the hill and on your way to the big drop you know you you get that little break of ac and then the final drop you know depending on how heavy your boat is where you're sitting at you could either walk off walk off this thing 
drenched from head to toe, or oh, yeah. you could have just a little splash on you. But I, I absolutely love Jurassic Park River Adventure uh, of the three water water rides. Uh, even though you don't get the the most wet on this one, I feel like it is overall just the best attraction um, from start to finish. But there are two other ones, and the next one we will talk about is at the number three spot. Dudley Do Right's Ripsaw Falls. So, Rhino, can you explain a little bit about what Ripsaw Falls is? Um, no, I mean, oh, okay. it's, it's a flume ride, so you're in a you're in a <laughs> there log, you go. and um, it's essentially this really long um, flume ride that you're in. That uh, you're, I mean, you're gonna get drenched, like to your underpants drenched, like it's. It's one of those, like, sometimes the water splashes just up and into the cart, but you've seen it. When you're walking through Islands of Adventure and you're going from uh, the Toon Lagoon area into Jurassic Park, it's in there. It's the one that always makes the whoop noise as you go down because it's not just like, oh, the flume's dropping you, like, on uh, Splash Mountain or Jurassic Park even. It's like it shoots you down. So you go down fast, so you are whipping and splashing. That water's hitting you right in the face. Yeah. I mean, it's essentially like they have dryers outside of the ride that you can pay and stand in because that's how wet you're going to get. Exactly. So uh, while you might not have any idea who Dudley Do-Right is I mean, as I'm a familiar character. with the cartoon character from like – was he on Bowwinkle? Ro- Rocky and Bowwinkle, yes, yes. Yeah. But, um, and the, well, the Brendan Frazier masterpiece as well. Oh, well, of course. Uh, and, you know, so you might you might not be as familiar with the, uh, the, the characters for Dudley Do-Right, but um, – this is a very long flume style attraction, as Rhino said. It is very long, and a lot of the times I do have that issue that he just said. The water isn't necessarily uh, getting to me from from the drops and the the little bits and pieces here and there. It's actually just from these things starting to soak or sink in the water and overflow on top of you. Um, but yeah, we we've talked about the water slapping you in the face on the final kind of double dip drop oh sorry about that everyone um that's what happens when you don't turn off your volume and ads (laughs) start playing on your computer but uh yeah so there's it's just it is one heck of a a flume style attraction and you know obviously the biggest comparison you have on that is against like splash mountain over at walt disney world and while splash mountain has that big finale and a couple little drops in between and you know the 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 cool part of that ride is the the overarching story as you're going along uh it's fun this one has a story it's not a great story it's just a really good attraction river rapid ride yeah well well, like it's just a good flume style ride, and it's and you're gonna get what on it. I oh, I thought you were moving into the next one. I'm no, sorry. no, 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 no. I no. Thought I, okay, no. Splash Mountain is not like the next one we're going to do. Splash Mountain is like Dudley Do Right's Rips Off Falls. Yeah, and um, I I just I think it's a you know it, it's a tight squeeze to get in there into the the logs. They are very constricting, but if you can get in, um, it is a good way to cool down. And moving on to number two, we'll also talk about that way. Uh, the, the attraction that Rhino was just referencing, this would be very similar to Cali River Rapids at Walt Disney World. But we are talking about uh, Papa, Pop, I, <laughs> Papa, Papa, Papa. 
Popeye and Bluto's Bill Drat Barges, also in Toon Lagoon. Hard one to say, yeah. It is a hard one to say, and um, it is it is your standard family river raft ride, but I, I will say like on steroids, essentially. Um, oh yeah, it's intense. I mean, oh, and, and the ride itself is an intense. It's just essentially the getting wet with water part is intense. Yeah, they, there is no there is no limit to how much they just pour water on you in this attraction throughout. Um, it's, there really isn't that much else to say about it than this is the wettest you will get on a Universal Orlando attraction. And sometimes, sometimes I think it's it's uh, it's Dudley Do Rights, and then I'll go back to Popeye and Bluto's, and it's like how how could I forget? Yeah. That this was this bad. Um, but, you know, if, if that's the way that you cool down, that is the ultimate way that you should, uh, the ultimate attraction that you should be looking for. Um, it's, I, I cannot say enough good things about it. And you know what? It opens up the conversation of learning about who Popeye is for all you, the oh, kids out there. That makes me sad. I don't know. say that. Well, it's, I it happens out there. Good, 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 good. I don't know how to make the noise, but I, all I can do is SpongeBob, which still isn't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, before we before we move on to our number one, I want to give one honorable mention uh, to something that I thought of in the middle of us recording this, and oh? that is another thing where you can just stay inside you can't spend a ton of time in here but it is something that a lot of people don't go into it unless they're going to the restaurant that's also in this area and that is over at the jurassic park discovery center so that is the building which burger digs is located in um oh i was thinking like there's no water there there is no water it is a good place to cool down it is because once you go downstairs and you escape the wrath that is Burger Digs, and you make your way uh, into where the attraction portion of uh, this this building is. You'll you just find a lot of cool little unique things. So um, the big one is they have the uh, the they will do the actual egg cracking open and the the push push little one push, yeah. uh, recreation in there. Isn't and, there like a place where you can like warp your DNA with a dinosaur to see what you'd look like too? Um, if there is, I have never done that, but now I need to go and actually check. So I th- I thought the last time I was in there, there was, but I could be getting that confused somewhere else. No, there, there absolutely probably is. And I've just never seen it before, but, um, I, I just, there's not a ton to do in here. It's more for kids than anyone else. But if you just need that, like, if you need that 30 minutes to cool off real quick, just, just get inside, look for someplace. This is a good, it's a good thing to do it. I mean, you can argue that you can get in any queue, any queue for a ride, and you know eventually you'll get in a building and then you'll cool off there. But let, let's be real. We all know what it happens when you wait in a line. Uh, people get too close to each other. The body heat starts to rise up. Eventually someone farts in line and it just ruins <laughs> it for everyone. Farter. And so this is a place where you have room to stretch out and just, uh, just, just relax a little bit more. So we are going to end this list, of course, with number one. And Rhino, what has to be number one? Oh, you this know summer? what it's got to be. It's got to be Volcano Bay. Yeah. No. Uh, with, Come on. Without a doubt. So uh, of course, Volcano Bay opens up on May twenty fifth. Um, so excited! It's like, what is that? Two weeks from now. 
It's um yeah, like seven seventeen days from now. Yeah. Oops, that just gave away the day we're recording yeah, this. I was gonna say two um, two weeks two from Thursday. Weeks two weeks from, from now. Yeah, there we go. Um yeah, Volcano Bay will be opening up. Um and yeah, hopefully everything opens up with it on time. I know they are like <gasps> Don't stretching say that. they are stretching to the last second to get this thing ready. They've already invited press. So yeah. it it has to be done. Um so we'll we'll see how that winds up. But obviously, uh it's going to be a water theme park. I'm still sticking by that one. I know I almost said water park, but it's still going to be a water theme park. There's going to be 20 different attractions uh, while you're there to to go on from the 20. The, yeah, 20, 20 total. So, I mean, that's considering like the wave pool is an attraction. The yeah. lazy river is an attraction. Um, I'm still impressed. Tiki, Tiki Reef, um, a bunch of different slides. Um, of course, the the Krakatoa Aqua Coaster, which is going to be the main attraction of the entire place. Uh, there's just going to be so much to do at Volcano Bay and so much to see. Not even talking about the food, the dining, all of that. Just just the slides in general. You know, being immersed in that atmosphere, uh, I, I believe they just recently started running the water on the volcano. I so still, have, I, I still haven't caught it yet. I, I know they tested it before; they were testing it, but I believe now it's going to start be at the point where it's just going to be running up until the opening. I'm sure they'll have to shut it down here and there. But um, I was, I drove by it yesterday. I was literally, I was commenting to Eli where I was like. Um, wonder how many car accidents this is going to cause as soon as this starts happening because it's unfortunately right where you can start to see the volcano is also a very bad area of i4 that always congests because there's an exit on both sides of the highway it is and i'm going to tell a quick story here i i don't know if i should be telling it at all because it came from uh, one of my friends who has a little bit of inside information but apparently the day i i think i was there the day they found they shot off the volcano for the first time um but obviously that kind of the same reason you just said with like I4 being right there and seeing the volcano, all that stuff. Apparently the first time they did fire off the volcano, they, there was an accident there. I don't there almost was an accident, I guess. So they just shot off way too much water out of the <laughs> volcano and it actually did impact I4 because of it. So, mm. um, but it's so hard to tell on I-4. There's well, always traffic. I, I, honestly, the widening the lanes by like five lanes on either side, and I still don't think that's going to solve the problem because no. you can't solve the problem of uh, bad drivers. Exactly. So I, I think no matter what happens, something's going to happen. When the helicopter does the thing where it lands, you know what I mean? Everyone There's the helicopter tours. Yeah. You, you got to put on your brakes, pull your camera out, and... Uh, Florida, the one place where people will come to a complete stop on a highway just so they can make a turn or do whatever. Oh, well, hey, it's ridiculous. You, you, you preach into the choir here. I have to We're face survivors. this stuff, too. We are. We are survivors, and we should get a medal every time we survive a day in Orlando. Um, but Volcano Bay, is it, it's going to be great. Uh you know, we we saw some construction photos of it. Uh, we we've seen the construction progress. Um, some of the dreams agents were able to send us some even more up to date construction photos a couple weeks back, and got to see what it looks like. Still very heavy under construction, but it's shaping up to be beautiful. I know uh, we're both very excited to get in there and actually experience Volcano Bay, mm-hmm. but. It has to be number one way to cool down this summer. Everyone, 
everyone who's going to Universal this summer is going to want to be going to Volcano Bay. Uh, so that is our list of the top 10 things you can do to cool down at Universal Orlando this summer. So, of course, we want you all to let us know what you think the best ways are to cool down. If we missed any in your list, in our list that you have in your list, please, uh, either if you're watching this on YouTube, comment below. If you are uh, listening to this and you want to send us an email about it, you'll podcast at disunplug.com. If you forget that, head to disunplug.com. That is the home of our show notes page uh, where you can find any information on this show that you might need or uh, any of the other shows on the Dis Unplugged podcast network, including the contact information and stuff. So head out to disunplugged.com for that. And, uh, well, thank you, Rhino, for sitting here and having that conversation with me. Mm -hmm. It was pretty intriguing. I want to go swimming now. Yeah. Yes. 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 That's that's going to do it for this episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Uh, We will be back with you again next week. But until then, remember, no resolutions and stop eating my sesame cakes. Stop eating my sesame cakes. See you guys. (laughs) 